Blog Talk Radio. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. You believe in miracles? Yes! I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm Sonny Lipton, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me, I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Down goes Fraser, down goes Fraser. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning, and thank you for joining me. Those of you already on Facebook Live, the millions, obviously, listening around the world on Blog Talk Radio, live from Hollywood, California, this is Tough Love. I'm Alistair Conrad, special edition Tuesday night NFL Week 4 recap. Why? Because Sunday, Vegas had me, and when Vegas has you... Vegas doesn't let go. And so, therefore, I wasn't able to do the show on Sunday. I'm sorry. (laughs) It is what it is. It's Vegas. What do you do? Uh, And so, with that, I have an open Tuesday night. And I said, you know what? F it. Let's just do a show uh, and and recap what was a pretty entertaining week four. Uh, And so, that's what I'm doing. And you know what's so funny? Chad in Facebook Live just says, I'm trying to watch the Cubs. I got it on my TV right there. (laughs) And I just saw that the Cubs tied it up in the bottom of the eighth. And I knew somebody on the show would say something about it. (laughs) And what's so funny, I'm not joking. This is stuff that I've watched all season. I could give a shit about baseball. I don't care. I don't care. Brian, my brother, I love you. Have a good night. I know it's, I know it's late back in Minneapolis. It's 10 o'clock. Some of you have to go to bed. Some of you work in the morning. It is kind of funny. I will say this. There's people all of a sudden on the show tonight um, you know, that I never see on Sunday morning. So it's all of a sudden a whole different uh, you know, group, of, a group of folks. Allison? You're in, uh, in Alabama. I love you. Uh, no matter what, she still comes out. She's smoking hot, too. You guys should check her out. Buckstein, I love you guys. I can't say hi to everybody. But you guys know who you are. I love you. Uh, so with that said, I had a good buddy of mine come out here uh, this past week. He came with me to Vegas uh, to see another really, really close friend of mine who lives there. Um, and so Buckstein is the same dude who you met <laughs> last year about this time. Um, but anyway, so he comes out on Wednesday and I get us tickets to the Rams and Vikings game here in Los Angeles uh, on Thursday night. 
I was like, screw it, let's go. We're coming off of a ridiculously embarrassing loss against the Bills. I'm expecting us to get blown out. Chad brings his cousin's jersey. I have a Favre jersey. So we said, screw it, let's do it. We went to the game. We get out of the Uber, and I'm not joking. It felt like it was a home game. We did not see one Rams jersey until we got into the stadium. It was, it was crazy. Uh, so by the time we get into the stadium, it's about 65, 35 Rams fans. Uh, they were just hiding. I don't know where they were. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I was expecting a slaughter. I really was. That Buffalo game will go down as the, I don't know exactly the word I'm looking for here, but I'm just saying that that Bills game was as bad as it gets, inexcusable. All the blame goes on Zimmer, who I really love. I like him a lot, but you cannot ever let that happen. And keep in mind, the Packers, Shut them out. They shut them out. Buckstein, exactly. That was the worst game in the history of, of the Vikings. And it's, it's easily arguable. I mean, you can go ahead and, you know, look at last year's NFC Championship, 98-09. At least we got beat by really good teams in those games. This was supposed to be a walk. If you guys saw that Sunday morning show, I didn't really have much to say. I, didn't, I was just like, I don't know. We should win. Like, there wasn't anything that was to be said. It was, and then we go out and just get sh- beat down. And Buck, yes, we were supposed to crush them. Because we were supposed to crush them. It's, that is why I blame Zimmer. You don't go... If you're favored by 17 or whatever it is, post to win. It doesn't matter if it's by a point. You should win. If it's by a point, something went wrong. You were supposed to beat them. It's not as though this was in Buffalo, right? That was just a inexcusable I, look at me I'm over, I'm upset that game was a week and a half ago and I'm still pissed because those things shouldn't happen and granted yes you can say any given Sunday Steve Moyer I love you buddy from Fort Hood Texas that's so cool I love you bud a, a buddy of mine who I used to sell cars with back in Minneapolis so good to hear from you it's not as though that game was in Buffalo we are talking a shit house 0-2 Bills team who, who is easily the worst team in the league at that time. Coming into Minnesota's house, a team that's supposed to be the best in the NFC or at least one of, it's just, yeah, and, but I don't agree with that. I don't. I, people come up with all the excuses they want. And Buck says they got caught looking ahead. It's so cliche. But as a coach, you have to tell the guys, imagine if you lose this fucking game. Think about it. You cannot lose this game. 
I know the Rams and Thursday night is right there. But what happens if you lose this game? You can't. That needed. That could not have been said. You could not have been said. I'm spending all this time on a game that happened a week and a half ago. Going into the reason why I went into Thursday night against the Rams, thinking, yeah, we're going to get shithoused, and it's not going to be close. The Rams are arguably the most well-rounded team in the NFL. Offensively, defensively, shit. Even their special teams are good. You know, like, they're a really good, good team. We made a game of it. We did. And, you know, I mean, both, both teams aside, there wasn't much rushing that happened, albeit uh, Todd Gurley still got 17 carries, 83 yards. Um, but both quarterbacks, you know, really, really I've, did well. Um, Cousins went for over 400. Goff went, you know, absolutely loco. I think, yeah, 26 of 33 for 465. Five touchdowns. A perfect 158.3 passer rating. Keep in mind, this is a Vikings defense that is supposed to be really good. And yes, Buckstein, they were down Everson Griffin, and that whole situation is an absolute disaster. He went Zay Jones or whatever that dude on Buffalo who took some scissor and tried jumping through a window. Everson Griffin went loco. And it is a big, you know, hit to a team, especially the leader of a defense. And all of a sudden you're looking around like, what the fuck is going on, especially after the, the Buffalo debacle. But even so, you have a, a lot of top-flight players on that defense, and you let them go 26 of 33, 465, five touchdowns. Defensively, the Vikings are a mess. Listen to this. Through four games, they have let up 71 points. It took them seven games last year to do that. Four games. 71 points, 27 of those to Buffalo. I won't, that will, that game will be the undoing of the Vikings. Come playoff time, if the Vikings get their shit together, that will be the undoing. We will lose out on a playoff because that goddamn game against Buffalo. Mark my word, I promise you. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but mark my word, it's going to Here's the problem. Kirk Cousins is on pace for 5,200 yards. That's not a bad thing, right? Kirk Cousins, I'm telling you right now, is really, really good. Case Keenum had an incredible year last year. Kirk Cousins makes passes through these four games that are elite-level passes. Elite-level Fifty-two hundred yards. Think of the people who have done that. Peyton Manning. You know, I mean, Tom Brady let him out. You know, but the passers of the league with no running game. Check this stat out. I just looked this up. Two games. Kirk Cousins 
has attempted 105 passes. 55 against Buffalo, 50 against the Rams. Dalvin Cook has 98 total yards for the season. Through four games, Dalvin has 36 carries, 98 yards. He hasn't hit 100 total yards yet. Like, what the fuck is going on? There has to be an equality, a balance going on. If your defense is struggling, your run game has to help you out. They have to keep the defense off the field. That's just how football works. It's really not a tough game when you, like, break it down. And as long as Cousins is throwing every goddamn time, can't complete every one. He's doing remarkable job. But to have Dalvin Cook, who, keep in mind, through this test year, had close to 500 yards through four games before he got hurt. Was second, I think, in the league in rushing next to Kareem Hunt. And he's got 98? He's got less yards than Kirk Cousins has pass attempts in the last two games? That can't happen. Cannot happen. They need to, I mean, next week, you got the Eagles. You got Vikings at Eagles. NFC Championship rematch. This shit needs to change. Something needs to change. Thank God Philly got beat by Tennessee on Sunday and doesn't have a lot of momentum going into Sunday. But for the Vikings, if you do not change shit up, the wheels can fall off really fast. Like I said before the season, and blame me all you want, but I am also the realist, and you guys know that. Just like 09, when Brett Favre came and we went to the NFC Championship and had that shit show against the Saints, the next year we brought everybody back. Expectations were, well, we got a it's Super Bowl or bust, right? And what happened? Not, Favre gets knocked out every time. Fires 6-10, and 10, Childress or whoever the coach was gets fired. It was a Wheels can fall off quickly. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's something that you don't want to accept or actually talk about. But the way things are going right now, it's like an acid trip. Those of you who've done it know what I mean. You can be having a great time and something happens and you can fall off a cliff really fast. <laughs> Sorry to use that analogy, but it's very true. Very true. Keep in mind, that was 25 years ago, so don't worry. (laughs) I'm not dropping acid these days. Uh, So, anyway, um, hopefully the Vikings can right the ship Uh, to go into Philly and win in Philly is a tall task. Um, But after that Buffalo game, I'm telling you, that, that... that is leaving a real heavy residue on this kid because that that will just, like, put you sideways and you don't know how to recover from something like that because it's you're a, a laughing stock of the league 
after that happens. Ha! All right, so hold on a sec. I, you know what? I hope I didn't have anybody calling into the show. But uh, I just spent 15 minutes on the Vikes that I didn't plan to do, which is great because now I'm going into the, the rest of the games. I've got 15 minutes left. I, whatever, I got 15 minutes. So I'm gonna, I'll talk about it because this has been an amazing week, really. Now, keep in mind, offensively, it has been an incredible week, right? For my whole life, even personality-wise, I'm kind of a defensive dude. Those of you who know me best know that for sure. Kickers have always fucked the bike. That is very true, Buck. Very true. Um, but offenses are breaking records through week four. As a defensive guy, I'm not thrilled about it. Um, but it is what it is. What do you do, right? What do you do? I will say this right now. I am, I am a Tom Brady lover. I am a Tom Brady apologist. I just, you know, I recognize greatness, and some of you don't. That's all it is. Um, I got I got the game on right here, Buck, although I haven't seen it in 15 minutes. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But I love how almost every year, and this is solely based off hate, everybody bashes the Patriots and, and, and writes them off. Because they hate them so bad. And they want them to fail so bad. And year after year, the Patriots have proven they, they start slow. They start slow. That's just what they do. They're figuring it out. Belichick is mixing his brew and doing what he needs to do. And eventually they figure it out. I love the fact that Miami, 3-0, and going to New England, 1-2. and Oh, don't get me wrong. It was a big game for New England. They had to have that game against Miami, and they did. 38-7, to seven, they did. Now they get Edelman back. They'll have Josh Gordon for another week. Gronk, James White, Sonny Michelle, Hogan. All of a sudden, all these different pieces are back. And who's running the ship again? Tom Brady. Bill Belichick, everybody who sits there and is like, oh, the Patriots are done. You know what this moment reminds me of? After week four, I don't know how many years ago it was, but the, we're on to Cincy game after the, after the Patriots go to the Chiefs and get shit housed on Monday night football. I think it was like 42 to 14. And everybody was like, oh, Tom Brady's done. It's over. He's washed up. And we're on to Cincy. What happens? They go and win the fucking Super Bowl. So this this feels a lot like that we're on to Cincy moment. Um, the only the only hiccup, Gronk. You know, I mean, it's a shame. Gronk he just has these injuries. You know, and he can never you know play you know a full sixteen. But here come the Patriots. Here come the Patriots. And I you know I'm a Vikings dude. There's the Vikings thing right in the back. I don't know why I still have it up. I'm that close to getting off that bandwagon. <laughs> there. And I just I love the Patriots because they have done it this way. Love you, Buck Peace. This way for since 01. Think about that. They have done it since 01. It's 2018, people. It's unbelievable. 
Jason, I'm I'm all in on Sony too. He's a good back. Showed it 25 carries, 130 something, and a tater on Sunday. But the two constants for the Patriots have always been Brady and Belichick. Think about all the interchangeable parts in the last 18 years. And they've got eight Super Bowls. Two constants, Brady and Belichick. Unbelievable. Shit on them all you want. All you want. They are there. It's insane. It really is. Um, Speaking of the greatest quarterback ever, Tom Brady, at least arguably, to something I saw today that our society is so screwed. I don't, we are so in immediate reaction society. It's so pathetic and sad. Quite a few of them, Jason. Ben Coates and, and the other guy, whatever. He asked who's the other tight end before Gronk. <laughs> exactly. But I just heard something today. And it might have been ESPN. It could have, whatever it was. It said, is Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback in the NFL? Guy, you know, I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> what is going on? Why? The guy's played four fucking games four like yes he has been incredible and i love watching him i mean the guy's insane yeah <laughs> jason says best left-handed quarterback that was a great play it was i got the guy on my fantasy team of course i want him to do well but to ask if he's the best quarterback in the league right now when you've got Brady, when you got Aaron Rodgers, I mean, come on, man. Yes, he's doing good, but don't be stupid. Why do people ask these questions? This is just, it, I'm, is it solely to get people like me worked up? <laughs> is that what it is? Is it just solely to get me pissed off? Because you got Aaron Rodgers, who, if you don't say Aaron is better than Patrick Mahomes, Stop watching football or shut your mouth, Thad, because you're an idiot. I'm, I'm just done. I'm done. You know, like, he's great. He's great. But keep in mind, one play can change the narrative of a game just by chance. What happens last night if that hook and ladder worked? Because if, if what's-his-face, whoever caught it and was going to lateral it, didn't get hit, Booker's blocking. Sanders would have walked into the end zone if it would have worked. And what would we, what would we have been talking about? Case Keenum, all he does is produce miracles. Mi- Minneapolis miracle, the Denver hook and ladder miracle. And what, what would have been the other side? Oh, man, you know, Denver finally figured out Patrick Mahomes. All you got to do is put pressure on him. Think about it. One play would have changed the narrative last night. And all of a sudden, now Patrick Mahomes, he's the best quarterback ever. Put him in the Hall of Fame. The guy's just, he's the best ever. He's the best in the league. Not only now, just, it's like, you guys, just relax. It's unbelievable, right? I will say this. In a league of offense, Kansas City plays home this week to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. 
has by far, in my opinion, Chicago's close. But Jacksonville has the best defense going right now. All right? So everybody just pump the brakes real fast on Patrick Mahomes. He's not the best goddamn quarterback out there. Even though, like, everybody wants to freak out, it's it just chill out. Let him play a season. Like Aaron Rodgers in, and Tom Brady must be like, chop liver? What? You know, like, our society's hilarious. It's so funny. People just, oh, he's got to be the best. He's just the best. It's like, no, the guy's played four games. Four. And, uh, you know, Tom Brady's been in eight Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers, arguably the best in the league. People are like, hey, is Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback in the league? Bunch of idiots. I just, I'm sorry, but God, it's insane. Mind you, let me go to Jacksonville real quick. I just want to look at their points against this season just to let you know what he's going up against. 15, 20, 9, and 12. Larry, Megan, oh, both of you, I love you so much. Uh, hopefully you just uh, missed my swearing rant uh, because that would not be good. But either way. Talking football, I get jacked up. You guys just missed the first 15 minutes of me freaking out about the Vikings. <laughs> but anyway, like I say, Patrick Mahomes is great so far. He's going up against Jacksonville this week, and it's going to be fun. All right? And in a couple weeks, they go up against the Rams in Mexico City and on Monday night football, and that's going to be really fun. I mean... Let it evolve. We're through four weeks, people. The it's quarter. It's only a quarter of the season, and people are just losing their mind uh, about certain things. It's it's unbelievable. Speaking of Jacksonville, by the way, I've got Leonard Fournette on my fantasy team, and I'm telling you right now, this guy is six one, two hundred and thirty pounds of pussy. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, but he, how, how can you be that big and such a bitch? I don't understand. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a big guy at all, but it's just like, you're letting your team down and maybe it's the military background in me, you know, and, and playing football growing up all those years. But like in my head, I don't want to like be a, I don't want to be the weak link. I don't want to let my team down. You know, and you're the guy, your offense isn't that great. You're really counted on, and you're just like, ah, ah, my foot. Oh, it's not broke. No, no, no. It just, you know, it kind of hurts a little bit. It hurts a little bit. Like, he needs to get the shit kicked out of him, and like, you know, he needs to be bullied. It's what needs to happen. They need to take him out back and, and whoop him. I'm I'm a proponent of bullying right now. That's when it when it comes to football. That's what it comes down to. I don't care. I don't care. Be a man and get in there, Larry. I love you, bud. I you know I work with a couple Bears fans uh, here in Hollywood, uh, and they are just going nuts. And obviously, you are too. Trubisky throws for six touchdowns against the Bucks. Real quick. Before I get to the Bears, it's a little 
come back to earth moment for the Bucks, ain't it? And the and the Fitz magic. Hey, I'm gonna trademark Fitz magic. <laughs> How fast does it all crumble, right? But he went two and zero, and everybody's just you know, oh my God, the guy's Pro Bowl. He's is unbelievable. Next thing you know, Jameis Winston's starting this week. Ah, oh, Fitz magic. Let's get rid of that. Um. 90 seconds. Holy cow. I'm out. I'm out of time. That's nuts. I'll get bears. I will say this right now. Offensively, Larry, you know, you might have enough, you know, with Howard and, and Cohen and, and, you know, Nagy calling those plays and whatever. Um, but your defense, the bears defense, people, Khalil Mack, funny is it that John Gruden trades Khalil Mack and then a week later says a good pass rusher is hard to find <laughs> like you can't make this shit up it's insane I am terrified of the Bears I really am um I don't know if you can run on them or not if that's the secret uh but as long as Khalil Mack is out there running around he has had the most Incredible four games, like Lawrence Taylor, like four game stretch. If he keeps this up, defensive MVP, 100% possible league MVP. It's incredible. I mean, the guy is playing out of his mind. That defense is just really, really good. Was that 10 seconds? Is that what it was? Do I have 10 seconds? 30 seconds? Hold on. Is it about to shut up? It don't matter. I'm out of here. This has been fun. A whole new group of people joined the show tonight. I love it. And uh, I love you guys. So have an awesome night. And I will see you Sunday morning. And I have a feeling I'm going to do two shows a week from here on out. I'll do a Sunday morning preview and maybe a Tuesday night uh, recap, uh, review. So anyway, Larry, I love you. The rest of you, I love you to death. And uh, I will see you on Sunday. Drive fast. Take chances. I'm out.